Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. I'm your host, Doug Reed. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. That's R-E-I-D 34. And if you're not already, I also suggest you follow two uh, Twitter feeds from Sports Ethos, the presenter of this show. One is uh, from our wagering group. It's Ethos Wagering, E-T-H-O-S Wagering. You get a daily free play from us there. You'll also get thoughts, comments uh, on games, little interaction with some of our betting pros. Uh, My pod is also uh, posted there every day. Lots of relevant daily timely information. And if you're a fantasy basketball player, highly recommend you follow Ethos Fantasy BK, BK for basketball. It's the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed uh, on earth. Get all the NBA news in one quick, handy Twitter feed. Faster than the competition provides more analysis too. Again, it's Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. So, uh, good slate of games tonight. Uh, Didn't do a podcast yesterday, some technical difficulties and digging out of snow up here uh, for most of the day, so apologize for that. Uh, But it was quite a busy day across the NBA and NCAA and on the ice. But I did want to do a quiet quiet day in the NBA, but busy in the NCAA. I did want to hit on something which we haven't talked about yet. And it's probably, we're probably going to delve into it more uh, on a Friday strategy session. But getting the best line. We're using multiple sports books, really. So a lot of people I know um, will bet through an app or online and they have one sports book. Argument is, hey, I don't have a lot of action out there. Uh, I don't have a huge bankroll. I don't have multiple books. I'm not really shopping my line. I just kind of take the line I can get. And I highly recommend you shop your line. You look around at other lines before you take one. So even if you have two different uh, accounts, even if you have two different sports books to use, ideally you want to have a few, but you want to be able to shop around and look for the best line. So for example, tonight uh, in the NBA, Brooklyn, I'm on Brooklyn plus one at Washington. I'm actually on Washington minus one. Um, But if you're on the Brooklyn side, maybe you want to shop around, see if you can get one and a half. Uh, If you're on the Washington side, maybe shop around, see if you can get it at um, minus minus a half or or a pick them. And it doesn't sound like much, but if you go back to our first strategy session where we talked about the goal is to try and win 52.4% or more of your picks, uh, winning a game or two here or there by a point here or two is going to potentially be the difference between you being the black or having a negative ROI. And I I say this, and I know a lot of people say, well, you know what, Doug, I, if I'm going to bet over 100 games, maybe that takes me a couple months. Maybe that takes me a season. Maybe it takes me a year. Does it really matter if I'm off by one or two games? And frankly, it does matter. Because again, if we're targeting 52.5 or 52.4%, the difference between you doing positive and negative of those 100 games, if you're off by one or two, 
you're swinging down into the 49%, 50% range versus if you're on those games and you get the right line, you may be at 53, 54, 55 with a decent ROI. And I'll use yesterday in the NCAA and the NBA as an example. In one night alone, there were four games in the NCAA and one in the NBA. If we go back to Monday in the NBA, there was another one. So in the last two nights, six games that depending on what side of the line you got, you could have won or lost. So you're probably not going to be at all six of those games, obviously. But if you are, uh, that could be a potentially huge swing for you. So for example, yesterday in the NCAA, St. St. Peter's is seven and a half point favorites at Canisius. They win 65-57. They win by eight points. Okay. If you'd got that at eight, it's a push. Maybe you got it at eight and a half. It's a loss. Seven and a half, um, which I think with the closing line was for St. Peter's, you win. Ball State traveled to Toledo. Toledo was 12 and a half point favorites. Toledo won 83-70. They won by 13 points. The line was 12 and a half points. So they covered that by half a point. South Florida goes to Houston. Uh, Houston's favored by 18 and a half, and they win 74-55. So they win by 19 points. Again, a half point difference uh, in that line. Uh, one of the bigger games tonight was Kansas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma came in uh, plus three and a half underdogs. They lost by three. Again, half a point. Four games and one NCAA night. Again, you probably weren't on all of them, but you very well could have been on one or two of them. And that's that's a huge swing for you. Um just by, by, by getting the right the right side of that line. I think that Kansas-Oklahoma game throughout the day was bouncing between three and three and a half. So if you'd have got it at Oklahoma plus three, you get a push, no win. You get it at plus three and a half, uh, you get the win. Conversely, if you're on Kansas, sorry about that. If you're on Kansas um, and, you, and you get the wrong side of that line, if you'd have got it at three, you shopped around a little, you liked Kansas, you're going to take them at plus, uh, minus three versus minus three and a half. You get a push. You're not out any money. Uh, instead, if you got the worst of that line at three and a half, you're out uh, your bet. In the NBA, Golden State plays Detroit at, at Golden State. Uh, the Warriors come in minus 15 and a half. They win 102-86. Sorry. Yeah, they were minus 15 and a half. They won 102.86. They won by 16 points. Now, that line was bouncing back and forth on Steph Curry. It was down to, I think, 13, 14, because there was some speculation he wasn't going to play. And then it was up to about 16 or 17. That thing was all over the place. So depending on where you got that line, again, it's a half a point that it came down to at the end of the, at the, end of the night. On Monday in the NBA, uh, the Raptors traveled to Miami. Miami, four and a half point favorites. They won 104.99. They won by five, half a point. So in two nights, you had four NCAA games, two NBA games come down to a half a point uh, with the spread. So depending on what side of that you're on, uh, you're either winning or losing. So I can't stress enough, shop around your line. So so a couple things, you should have more than one sports uh, book that you use for lines. Even if you're casual better, even if you're not all that active, it's no big deal to you know split your bankroll at two different sites and get the best line. Um, it pays off over the long term. It pays off. I know in the short term, you don't think it matters and you may lose one game once in a while. But again, if you're trying to outperform the markets, you're trying to make money. It's a very slim, uh, slim margin. The second point is if you like a game and you set a line on it or you see a line on it or you read up on it or you use some research and you think a line is a certain number, don't take the worst line. Again, going back to um, that Oklahoma-Kansas game last night. 
Kansas, he thinks, the better team. They're on the road. They're laying um, three and a half points. Pardon me, they're laying three, yeah, three and a half points. You know, if you think Kansas is on the road, maybe they're a one or two points. Um, pardon me, they're three or four points better. They're going to win by a little more. Take the line. If you think they're going to squeak it out, if it's going to be a close one, don't lay the three and a half. Just don't, you know, sometimes the best bets you make are the ones you don't. And I know that's an old adage. It's more so in trades and pro sports. Sometimes the best trades teams make are the ones they don't. Well, it comes to sports wagering as well. Sometimes you see a line, you like a team, but the line just doesn't make sense. Well, don't take it. That Golden State game yesterday, when it got up over 15 and a half, 16 or 17, I was thinking that's way too much. That's a crazy amount of points to lay in the NBA. Um, even if Steph, with Steph Curry uh, playing when you knew he was playing, line came down to 15 and a half. I didn't touch it. I still thought it was a huge number. But sometimes just shut, just don't take the bet. If you're only using one book or two books and the number doesn't make sense, don't take it. But again, I highly recommend using multiple books. Shop the line. And even if you only have one, look at other books. If your line is set and you look at a few other books and they have a better line, don't take that bet. Just fade it. I fade games all the time. I'm going to talk about some NBA games tonight. I'm fading most of the most of the games tonight. There's 13. I'm only on two. There's some that are pretty close for me, uh, but the line just doesn't make sense. So I'm not going to be on those. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So I hope that was a helpful uh, little bit of tip. We'll get into using multiple sports books a little more uh, at a future date on the Friday strategy sessions. But I just wanted to highlight that um, those numbers from yesterday. Five games basically in one night that came down to more than uh, less than half a point. So as we usually do, we'll hit the boards. Uh, first up is the NBA. 13 games on tap tonight. A lot of interesting games. As I said, I'm really only on two. The first one, uh, Brooklyn travels to Washington. Washington's uh, one-point favorite, 234 and a half is the total. I actually have Washington favored by uh, a little more than uh, one possession. So I'm happy to take the Wizard at minus one. Uh, Durant is out, obviously, for Brooklyn, but this is a road game, so Kyrie will be playing. Uh, so you can maybe call that a wash. But my model still has Washington at home. Uh, get should be getting a few points more than one. So happy to take uh, the Wiz at minus one. We travel to Philly where Orlando goes in as a 12-point underdog. Um, 214 is the total. This game, I have Philly favored by about 8 or 9. So I probably, if I had to, I would lean Orlando. But it's just a big number. Philly's a better team at home, and Orlando's been very tough for me to figure out this year. So I'm going to fade this this game completely. Um, the next game of the night, which I'm, def- I'm looking at, I haven't pulled the trigger on yet, is Charlotte travels to Boston. Boston's favored by three and a half. 219 and a half is the total. Uh, I've got Boston favored by a little more than this. I will probably be on Boston. Not Haven't pulled that trigger yet. But at three and a half, I do like the Celtics. They've been hot and cold. Um, they tend to play a little better at home. Charlotte's been doing well lately, but I, I like the Celtics to be able to pull this one out at home. Minnesota's on the back-to-back back of two, uh, two road games. They travel to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's favored by one and a half. 
I've got Atlanta favored by round two. Again, too tight for me to call. Total's 236. My total comes in closer to 226. So if anything, I would lead the, lean the under, um, but not going to be in this game at all. Portland travels to Miami in the next game. Miami's a nine and a half point favorite, 211 the total uh, here. I can't touch Portland right now. Lillard's out. Nance is out. Uh, Norm Powell's question mark. Um, CJ McCollum is back. Nine and a half points is probably a few too many to lay. My model's got this closer to a probably four or five point game. Uh, but Portland's just too inconsistent. Um, with McCollum back, getting back, does he have his legs under him yet? I'm not sure. If I had to take a side, I would take Portland, uh, getting the nine and a half points, um, but not willing to do that. And I've got my model going over 211, but Miami is a very good defensive team. Lowry is out tonight, uh, but they're a very good defensive team, especially at home. The next game is Cleveland traveling to Chicago. Cleveland's actually favored by three and a half, total 214 and a half. Uh, the Bulls are Short Lonzo Ball. Caruso is expected back. Uh, they've just been struggling lately. My model has them as about a seven or eight point favorite, but the way they're playing lately with Ball out, um, DeRozan seems to be struggling. If anything, I would be on Chicago in this game, but I like the way Cleveland's been playing as well. So I'm going to fade this. My total is fairly close to the 214 and a half, so I'm not going to touch that either. Uh, the next game we have is... Uh, where are we here? Memphis. Memphis traveling to Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee's favored by six and a half. Totals 229. Uh, my model's very close. I've got Milwaukee about seven point favorite and total 228. So I'm not going to be touching this game. If anything, I would actually probably lean Memphis regularly, but Bain is out. Brooks is out. Tyus Jones is out. Kyle Anderson's out. Um, for Milwaukee, Drew Holiday is questionable. So I like Milwaukee to win. I like them to win by a couple points and with all those guys Memphis has been playing great but with all those guys out lately uh, next game of the night we have Oklahoma City traveling to San Antonio Spurs favored by 7 221 is the total I've got the Spurs with 5 point favorite so it's a little tight for me total I've got 221 as well so uh, not on that one the Raptors travel to Dallas Dallas is favored by 3.5 totals 208 pretty much in line with this too. I think this total is a little low, uh, but both teams play fairly well defensively, especially at home. The Raptors have been playing a lot better lately, so I'm not really willing to um, take them, although I'm not really willing to take them on the road at Dallas. Uh, Luka's healthy, playing better. So I think that line's maybe a point, two points too high. If anything, I'd side with Toronto, but uh, not going to back the Raptors on the road. Houston travels to Utah. Jazz are, two, are 13 and a half point favorites, 230 and a half total. Now, this is a number that I think is too high. If I had to side with anybody, it's Houston. But Houston is, if not the worst, pretty close to the worst team in the NBA right now. And I just can't touch them, uh, even with a huge number like this. Again, I would probably side with Houston, but they've been blown out a few times lately. So uh, going to fade that one. Detroit is on the back of back-to-back games, both on the road, travel to Sacramento. This line opened about minus six which is right in line with my model. Uh, it's up to minus seven and a half, 221 and a half is a total, which is, I'm at 223. So if anything, I would lean the Pistons now that I've got another point and a half. Uh, but again, the Pistons beat the Raptors last week, but my gosh, they've been blown up by 30 plus points, I think three times in the last couple of weeks. I don't think Sacramento is going to blow them out, but I think Sacramento should be able to win. Uh, it's just laying that many points is a tough, is a tough call with Sacramento. The second game that I am on, uh, is the Clippers at Denver. Now, Denver's eight and a half point favorite. 
Uh, 213.5 is the total. I'm on the side. I like the Clippers catching 8.5. I think Denver wins this. I think they win it easy. Paul George is still out. Um, But I think the Clippers are a better team than they've been playing. Yes, it's on the road. Uh, I think we're laying maybe a bucket or two, eh, maybe a bucket too many with Denver. So happy to take the Clippers at 8.5, plus 8.5 on the road. The final game, which I was looking at but I faded, uh, is... Indiana is at the Lakers. Lakers are five-point favorite, 225 is the total. I've got this game as closer to maybe a one, uh, one-and-a-half point for the for the Lakers. Uh, but Turner's out, injured now. He's out four weeks for the Pacers. Brogdon's out, and they've been a hit-and-miss team, so I'm not really willing to back them on the road. So 13 games in the association. I'm only on two. Washington minus one against Brooklyn. And the Lakers plus eight and a half against Denver. And it maybe I'll probably be on the Celtics game. Um, but I'm going to wait to see uh, how that line moves. They're at minus three and a half. I'll probably jump on them there. So before we get to the uh, NCAA where I've got a few games well, I want to talk to you about a new partner of ours here at Ethos. Um, Thrive Fantasy. It's T-H-R-I-V-E. Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app uh, or at thrivefantasy.com. Use the code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, when signing up to get 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit of up to $100, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names every night, score points when their props hit, and the players with the most points at the end of the night share the nightly prize. And if you're looking for more prop information, you can also check out our DFS team at at Sports Ethos. We have a podcast. Uh, We've got information on our site for our subscribers as well. Get some great advice to help you win. Again, it's uh, use the code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, over at thrivefantasy.com if you are into playing props. So on to the NCAA, some great games, a lot of games. There are 44 games on tap, and I've picked out a few. Uh, we start off with LSU traveling to Alabama. Now, LSU is a four-point underdog, total 149.5. I think this line's actually moved to about a 3.5. I got LSU last night at plus 4. And I'm taking the under 149 and a half. Uh, LSU is arguably one of the best defense, if not the best, one of the best defenses in the country. And now they haven't fared that well against the top teams. And Alabama's been hot and cold. They're a better team at home for sure. Uh, does Alabama win this game? If I had to pick a side, probably. But I think laying four points against LSU is a little tough. And I, and I like the under 149 and a half. Uh, now I use some sites, um, statistical sites as, as resources. Uh, Ken Palm. Uh, Bart Torkovic and Jeff Sagarin. You can, you can Google them, um, different sites, different analytical tools. And in all, all three of these have this game a lot closer. So Ken Palm has Bama minus one, total 143. Torkovic has LSU minus one, total 143. And Sagarin has Bama minus two, total 144. So I'm on the side and the total of all three of these analytical tools. And, and when that matches what I'm looking at, I'm going to take it. So I'm on LSU plus four. And I'm on the under 149 and a half. The next game is Bradley at Drake, Mountain uh, uh, Missouri Valley uh, Conference game. Bradley plus seven at Drake. I think Drake's the better team. I think Drake wins this game, but Drake has been brutal against the spread this year. They're three and twelve ATS uh, on the season, and I know it's at home, but I just don't think laying. I think laying seven points is probably two or three too many. And again. 
uh, these three three resources that I use. All t- well, two of them side of me, and one's pretty close. Uh, Ken Palm has Drake minus six. Torkovic has Drake minus four point four, and Jeff Sagarin has Drake at minus eight. So all in the range that I'm on, two of the three say yes to my side. So I'm on Bradley plus seven. Now, next game is in the Big East. St. John's travels to Creighton. Uh, Creighton is a three and a half point favorite. I think this is a bucket or two light. Uh, I like the way Creighton in general plays, but at home, they're a much better team, and St. John's has been very inconsistent. Again, when I look at these resources, they all side uh, with me. Ken Palm's got Creighton minus six, Torkovic's got Creighton minus seven, and Sagarin has Creighton minus seven and a half. So it's not even close to the number. I looked at this and I thought it should probably be closer to five or six. All three of these resources uh, were in agreement. So I'm on Creighton minus three and a half. Now, the next game, uh, Marquette is at Villanova. Villanova is favored by 14 points. Marquette and Shaka Smart haven't quite figured out this Havoc, his Havoc, uh, not defense, his Havoc strategy, which I think they will in the next year or two once he can build his own roster. But what I, why I like this game, I like Marquette covering the 14 points. I don't think they win, and they may lose by double digits. I just think 14, laying 14 is a little much. When you look at their pace of play, Marquette's the sixth fastest team. Villanova is the 348th of 365 teams. Uh, pardon me, 356 teams. So one very fast team versus one very slow team. Now, what I also like is on defense, they're both very good defensive teams. So their effective field goal rate against on defense, Marquette is the 41st best team in the country defending the, the uh, um, combination of three and two point field goals. And Villanova is the 45th. So two very good defensive teams. Marquette's looking to run. Villanova's looking to slow it down. If Marquette gets their way and they can run, that means they're scoring. They're going to keep the game close. If Marquette, if Villanova gets their way and they keep keep the game slow, uh, I also think Marquette keeps the game close. So uh, Marquette has a good defense. Both uh, both teams, well, both teams have good defense. Uh, I just think this game is going to be a little tighter. Marquette's been up and down, but they've had some good games. And Villanova tends to play low and slow. So I think Villanova wins. I think they win easy, but I don't think they cover the 14 points. The next one, Iowa travels to Rutgers in a Big Ten game. Now, I rarely go against Rutgers at the Rack, which is now the Jersey Mike Arena. But the Rutgers uh, Athletic Coliseum is the uh, known as the Rack in previous years. Now, Iowa's minus three. And Iowa is much better at home than on the road. Uh, I've looked at some Iowa totals and went over a few times this year with some success. So I'm not looking at total, but I'm looking at Iowa minus three. As far as pace, Iowa is the seventh fastest team in the country, Rutgers 193rd. Uh, when it comes to, but, but, but why I like this game, why I like the road favorite in a Big Ten, you never know what's going to happen. But why I like the, uh, the road favorite Hawkeyes here is when it comes to two-point field goals, Iowa is hitting 55.5% of the theirs, which is 29th in the country. Rutgers is only hitting 47.8% of theirs, 248th in the country, well below average. Uh, when it comes to free throw percentage, so if this game is close in the end, Iowa is hitting at 76.8%, which is 34th in the country. Rutgers is 67.2%, 291st in the country. So Iowa strong in two-point field goals and free throw. Rutgers is not strong in either of those categories. I think this could be a good game. Could Rutgers pull off the upset potentially? But Iowa's just got too much, uh, too much offense and playing, playing quickly, playing efficiently. And if they continue that, I think they can easily cover this three-point spread. 
Uh, my seventh play and last one in the NCAA is the Virginia Cavaliers traveling to Pittsburgh. Now, I watched Pittsburgh play last week. I think I was on a, a total over with them in Syracuse. And they looked terrible uh, in the second half. They couldn't, they couldn't put the ball in the ocean. So this total is 115 and a half, uh, which is a high school basketball kind of scoring game. 115 and a half, but I'm actually on the under, and here's why. These teams both play slow. Virginia has always played slow, and if you follow college basketball for the last decade, you'll know that the Cavaliers are usually one of the slowest teams in the country. Well, right now they're 354th, so I think the third slowest team in the country. Pitt isn't a whole lot better. They're 332nd, two very slow teams. And then when it comes to shooting, for Pittsburgh, three-point field goal, 297th, two-point, 280th, free throws, 274th. Now, while they're shooting, you got Virginia defending. Virginia def- doesn't defend the three-ball great. They're 242nd best at that. But at two-point field goals, they're the 23rd best team on defense. And I think they'll be able to impose their will, so play a low and slow game. I think they'll be able to shut down a poor shooting team in pit and get their points. Uh, 115.5 is a low total. I rarely go to anything this low, but I just think this is going to be a slow game. You know, Pittsburgh might not have 25 points at the half. That's the kind of game Virginia can, can play. So I'm on the Cavaliers. Um, sorry, I'm not on the Cavaliers. I'm, a, I'm on the under of 115.5. Virginia's only favored by 3.5. I'd actually look towards taking that line, uh, but I'm going to uh, just going to take the under 115.5 because Virginia's been very inconsistent. Low and slow pace, but inconsistent in their success uh, winning games this year. And finally, the NHL. There's only three games in the NHL. Uh, unfortunately, there's one lean I have, but the other two are just uh, not playable for me. Arizona is in uh, New Jersey. Uh, they are plus 170. Jersey's minus 200. Just too big a line either way. Colorado travels to Anaheim. They're minus 260. You can get Anaheim at plus 215. Got to think the Avalanche win that one easily. The one that has some interest, the Leafs are in New York playing the Rangers. Now, the Leafs come in at minus 155. The Rangers plus 135. Rangers have been playing well. Shirk seems to be net. Panarin's back. I would actually consider taking this at 135 uh, if you're looking for a play in hockey tonight, but probably not going to touch that one. So, Went over a little NBA, went over a little NCAA, quick touch in the NHL. Uh, hopefully you, you found some interest in my comment on having multiple books and getting the right line and not taking a line if you don't like it. But before I go, uh, I quickly want to remind you of a couple of partners we have here at Sports Ethos. One is Manscaped. You can go to manscaped.com, use the code HOOPBALL2020, so HOOPBALL20, get 20% off your order and free shipping. And uh, if you are looking for another sports book, check out our pals at mybookie.ag. Again, use the code HOOPBALL, just HOOPBALL, no 2-0 on this one. So use HOOPBALL on the third page to sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. So hope you have a good day. If you're laying some bets, hope you have some success and hope to chat with you tomorrow.